0: Hello and welcome to Beaconverse, the Beacon School monthly podcast where we endeavour to inspire you with educational topics, as well as giving you insight into Beacon life. Thank
1: you for listening. We hope you enjoy. In this month's episode, we will be discussing well-being, one of the core values strongly supported at the Beacon. The welfare and well-being of our boys is the primary focus and every member of our Beacon community strives to ensure our boys feel happy, secure and confident.
0: Each half-term we focus on embedding one of the beacon values into school life and wellbeing is the value of focus this half-term. In light of this, we're pleased to welcome Sandy Drury, our wellbeing coach and counsellor to discuss the importance of building a positive mental health culture at the school and to give us some insight into our role.
1: Welcome. Yeah, welcome Sandy. Thank you. It's nice to have you with us. Um, I'll get started, so in your opinion, what do you think wellbeing looks like for children? Um, So well-being really comprises of a lot of different aspects, so um,
2: physical, emotional, social and mental health. And so we consider the whole child and what we want is for them to flourish in all of those um, aspects of their life. So it's about giving them a sense of connection, uh, doing things that they enjoy doing, having a sense of purpose and value and meaning in their lives and a
0: sense of belonging really. Yeah, right? So um, how, how do we apply the importance of well-being and foster positive well-being for our pupils? So at The Beacon, we
2: really place a very high importance on well-being, so much so that it is one of our key values. And we feel that the well-being of the children is really the foundation for everything that we do at The Beacon. Yeah. So we want to be able to provide them with lots of opportunities to be able to um, thrive and flourish in, in all aspects of their life, whether that be academically or in sports or creative arts. Um, we, we take a re- very holistic approach to education, um, so we hope that the boys will grow into well-rounded, well-balanced, um, very confident individuals who are able to take on the challenges that life throw at them. And we encourage the boys to talk about their feelings, we try to normalise talking about mental health and well-being and um, model positive, healthy relationships for them so um, they form very close bonds with their class teachers and um, with the other children in their classes so we, we really try to foster that um, in their day-to-day life and, yeah. and embed well-being in everything that we do and weave it through our curriculum in every aspect that we can
1: okay yeah okay. um so what approach do we take as a school to build resilience and confidence in our boys so that's
2: um, a really important question because mm. it's something that we get asked all the time by parents mm. um, and So really it's about building uh, positive relationships. So if if children feel that they have um, healthy, consistent relationships with adults, with their peers, then that helps them to feel secure in themselves. Mm -hmm. Um, It's about encouraging them to be able to understand and recognize their emotions, but also how to manage those emotions. So we we try to support the children with being able to self-regulate if they are um, Mm -hmm. going through a difficult situation, um, how to challenge, how to manage or take on challenges on on their own. Um, It's also about having a growth mindset. So we we try to encourage the boys to take on challenges for themselves, develop their independence, but also learn from those mistakes and um, be able to grow from those mistakes and teaching them problem-solving skills and and then encouraging a a positive self-view and self-perception because that's really important for them to be able to recognise um, or feel that they've been recognised for their efforts and achievements um, and helping them to learn from, from when they've had a setback. And that builds their confidence and also their resilience mm-hmm. later
0: on. Great. Um, so in light of that, um, how do we deal with the boys that, who struggle with self-belief in the classroom and what are the key indicators? Because they're not necessarily going to say that they're struggling. Um,
2: um, yeah, so so what we would see from from a child who's struggling with um, self-belief or low self-confidence is um they might become quite withdrawn they might not want to take on new tasks they might be quite risk averse so they might hold back on things um they could become very frustrated or angry um or quite self-depreciating so so we often see uh, lots of negative self-talk um, they might say things like i'm not good enough at this um why can't i do it everybody else can um everyone's better than me so they have a very fixed mindset and um so, so what we would do to, to be um, supporting them is encouraging that growth mindset thinking. So, understanding that making mistakes are part of our learning process, mm-hmm. um, problem solving rather than just giving up, so so we would work with them to try yeah. and talk through that, um, how can we solve that problem, what can we learn from this. And, um, and we also try to celebrate everyone, so we, at the Beacon, we accept um, all children for all their uniqueness and individuality and we we celebrate that. So we allow them to shine and excel in 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 all aspects and areas and in whatever way that might be for for each child we mm. celebrate that.
1: Great. Um so have you noticed a difference in children's mental health and well-being since the rise in younger generations using social media? Um
2: yeah, so social media is
1: is mm. a, a big one. <laughs> <I can laughs> and um, it
2: there's two subsides to it. So social media can have both a positive and a negative impact yeah. on uh, mental health. Most definitely we have seen a rise in, in um, children's mental health and well-being um, or issues with them um, since, or with the use of social media. But um, we have to also take the, the positive with the negative. So... Um, probably some of the biggest impacts that we are seeing are things like online bullying, um, inappropriate content, mm-hmm. or access to inappropriate content, um, but also the um, upward comparisons with social media. So so where young people compare themselves, they see other people's um fabulous lifestyles, the best trainers, the Mm -hmm. holidays, whatever, and they start to compare themselves. And and there might be that feeling of, um, why is my life so boring? I wish I had that. I wish I could be like that. So that can lead to increases in um, anxiety, increase in depression, low self-esteem. And we're seeing a lot more of that coming through. Um, But then we also have to look at the positive sides where we know that um, this is a, a a really important tool for them to be able to connect and and mm-hmm. connections are really important so the way that young people connect nowadays is through social media so they connect mm-hmm. with their friends they connect with their families and um that's how they they, they form those connections that's how they um feel connected and, and a sense of belonging in in the community yeah um, but it's also um their source of finding things out nowadays that's how mm-hmm. they learn about the world around them um, so if children are using social media it, if it's done in a healthy way if it's in a sort of protected mm. way that's got very clear boundaries then it can be really useful for them and as long as parents and schools are educating um so that they're able to start to discern between what's useful to them and what's not useful to them then
0: social media can
2: have its um sort yeah. of benefits yeah, it's to great get, tool
0: yeah yeah um yeah and I guess you know our boys are too young to actually be on social media channels officially, mm. but you know it's it's good to embed that understanding from yeah. a young age. They will have older siblings who are very yeah. active, and yeah. and of course, although it's the official, you know they they do have kind of adopt it a lot yeah. earlier yeah. Than, than, the parents than the official yeah. dates. Yeah. So yeah, it's um, yeah, so it's good to have that awareness at a young age. Um, have you got any plans or ideas for the beacon and how we can continue to develop and improve the overall well-being of the boys?
2: Um, we do so
0: so obviously, like
2: we've said that um, wellbeing is one of our, our key values, so it's something that we're always wanting to promote and um, embed throughout the school um, in the short term, we've got children's mental health week coming up on the fifth of February, and that week we've got lots of activities planned we've got workshops that we're running with Bucks Mind and with um, British Red Cross for some of our older year groups. So that's going to be workshops on resilience, coping with challenges, social media, mm-hmm. um, and then we've also got activities for, for all the other age groups and assemblies and things just to raise awareness of mental health and wellbeing being and um, how children can look after their mental health, how they can look after themselves and improve their well-being. Um, so, so that's sort of in the short term. Um, in the long term we've we've just recently um, launched our mental health champions project. So we have sixteen teachers who or members of staff who have um, been trained in mental health first aid. and so they now work, Um, as part of the pastoral team and Mm -hmm. as another layer of support for the boys. They um, might do one-to-one mentoring with um, boys that we feel might benefit from that. So that could just be a weekly sort of check-in, hey, how are you doing, that kind of thing. Or it could be that uh, they meet on a more sort of Mm
0: -hmm.
2: casual basis just to chat, um, be a listening ear. And then the, the Mental Health Champions are also running um, drop-in sessions at break time. So we have a drop-in session every break time for the different year groups. So the boys can pop in into um, the SNUG in the Learning Support Centre, which is a lovely, cosy area. There's lots of toys and games and books and things for them there. And the Mental Health Champions will be on hand if they need to chat, if they're having some friendship issues, they're feeling a bit lonely or worried about something, they can drop into that. So that's something that... We are developing and sort of evolving. It's an evolving project. Oh, that's great. Yeah.
1: Um, so the final question: How can parents at home implement the importance of well-being on their children?
2: So yeah, um, obviously everybody plays a role in supporting children's mental health and well-being, and parents especially so. So on a very basic level, just things like. Um, ensuring that they're getting enough sleep, eating healthily, mm-hmm. um, doing enough physical activity, those kinds of things, monitoring their social media um, and screen times and that kind of thing um, are all useful ways th- just to, to support yeah. Yeah. general well-being. But um, I think the key thing is is having a, a better understanding and educating themselves about some of the issues that are affecting our, our children nowadays. Um, so just getting that emotional literacy, um, finding out things, researching, attending parenting courses. We've got some parenting courses coming up um, that we're offering. Um, One is in February, which is called Talking Families. It's with um, a company called Supporting Links, and that's just to offer parents tools on how you can talk to your your children, how you can um, connect with them, how you can manage when they are struggling Mm -hmm. what kind of strategies you can use and then we've got another one in march which is aimed at our older um sort of teens so that's called talking teens and again that's navigating through puberty and and the teenage years and how you can work to support your your child in that so those are, are really useful things um but as a family just doing things that support good mental health that um support your child's sense of belonging feeling loved and secured um, and giving them a sense of purpose and meaning and also just encouraging open honest conversations about um, well-being and your feelings and emotions be honest with your children if you are struggling or, or if you've been through difficulties be honest with them and talk to them about how you've coped with that and managed that um, because that's probably one of the best ways for children to learn is they see that modelled and, and they learn from that, um, and just creating that that open um, avenue of conversation is really really important. Right.
0: Well, thank you very much for your time today. Yes, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. I mean, as well being mental health is a personal issue, um, it's really good to understand more
1: about how we promote and approach it as a school. So, thank you very much. We'll more than welcome. Thank you. Annie. Thank you. Keep an eye out for episode eighteen of Be All podcasts are available to listen to on our website, on Spotify, on Amazon Music and Google Podcasts.